0: Is that our intro? It was I just
2: did. like the podcast. When we we are young though, still, so so young. Um, no, I'm so young. Please, I'm having an existential crisis. Coming from you, put you from the? Uh, no, sorry. Let's do
0: an intro. <laughs> You're listening to Bandwagons. Listening to Breed's uh, unprompted break, therapy yeah. session. <laughs>
2: I was going to say, coming to you from the darkest lit room in all of. Yeah, Fendi where rec, are but, you? Cabin it, in the woods. Look at this. Look at the bed sheets. Sorry, you can't Who's see that. It's a big wolf. Ike. It's a big wolf. Oh, you're on
0: marks. <laughs> Would anyone else have a giant wolf's head on his doofy? Yeah, despite Bree's laugh, it's not a joke. She is a marks. Um, how I'll are you? Now. Yeah, I'm all right. Not too yeah.
2: bad. Not too bad. Yeah. How are you? All good. Yeah. all good. Can't complain. I'm enjoying this weather we're having.
0: Uh, What's it like in Dublin? It was sunny today, maybe not as warm. It's kind of feeling more autumnal, yeah, I, I like can't it, enjoy but... the weather because it just reminds me that a climate crisis is mm. no I like not the imminent. Cold. happening. I like happening. The cold
2: sunny sunsets,
0: yeah, the sun
2: seems to set for a long time, and the skies have been very clear. I don't know about you, but down here, and the moon and all just looks a bit class,
0: yeah, um, I haven't seen the moon lately, I'm gonna be honest, that's. Uh, the light reflecting on the window, not the moon. Um, yeah, it's it's nice today. It feels actually more autumnal today. Like, yeah. I, mean, I couldn't deal with the fucking the sweaty the whole climate crisis jokes aside. I actually, on a personal level, just couldn't deal with the heat in October. There's yeah, like mm. very into soft boob sweat and the buffs going in one of the days because I wore a coat when I went to the camera. If I talk, I probably did talk about this on the Patreon, but like wore a coat and that button dress thing, but it was like a heavy kind of, like, material. It was too many layers. Yeah. And I was sweating. What can you do? What can you do? That's, that's dead right. What What can you do?
2: What were you up to today?
0: What was I up to today? I did my job and then I went to the body shop Christmas launch and I got a massage and a facial. I'll talk about the spa it's part of our many bandwagons. I would recommend oh, just if anyone doesn't know about it. Good. Oh, um, good. Because... I had... Do you, had, you have had, any? Or? I had three, but one of them... You had three. Okay. I have
2: three, but one of them should... Is more appropriate next week.
0: Okay. Well, then let's swap that one out. Then yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that at the end. Before we get to that, we have to get to the main event, which is... Adele. Adele. Oh, Adele. Oh, we did it at the same time together. Yeah, but she's Cute. not from Essex, though. She's from Brighton. That's kind of like an Essex accent, isn't it? Adele. I don't Adele, not That's how she says though. Anyway, she talks.
2: I don't know what a Brighton accent is, so I'm not even going to get into that actually.
0: Yeah, actually, that's not. not. Um, we actually do have British listeners somehow, so let's not offend them. Uh, well, anyway. Good evening. Um, yeah, we're talking about Adele. Uh, quite, we briefly touched on the Vogue interview um, on the most recent Patreon episode, like very, very briefly, because it had just kind of dropped. Um, but obviously this is all about the woman, the myth, the legend, the music. Cultural icon. Yeah. Um have you read The Vogue entry since? No. <laughs> Great. Okay. No, um, the, the
2: most I've done is watch like the highlight reel of her Instagram live from this weekend. Which was quite funny. It was funny. She's she seems a bit like she always seemed a bit mad, but that particularly would seem just like, like to be her just having a moment.
0: Yeah, but I think that's just her personality though, you know what I yeah. mean? yeah um,
2: and she's definitely like the lips and all she just looks she looks different to the Adele but like the personality and the voice and all is still the same and I just find her a
0: bit gas um what was your first interaction or introduction to Adele I can't remember I I definitely remember my mom
2: having the album and it must have been 19 What's okay that- let me see what the big song was on 19. It was either 19 or 21. Well, you should know this
0: because were you not doing 19? No, I am. Or yeah. Am I doing 19? No,
2: I am. I am. Uh, chasing Papers. Chasing pavement. No, maybe it wasn't. I think my mom had 21. To make you and... feel my love. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't think she had. I think it was uh, someone like you. Okay. And that was just like being played in my house a lot. Okay. Um, I do recall a lot of great Glee
0: covers of her songs we're not talking about that today we're okay. no more glee sorry I'm just okay. I'm gonna make a editorial decision there okay and her
2: her James Corden what is it called Carpool Karaoke is one of the better ones
0: is that the one where they bring in the impersonators no no they were talking about it on Who Weekly recently where it was, I think it was some maybe it was a BBC show
2: oh I did see that
0: yeah, and she went like, it was. She yeah, went, it, was it was like then. an
2: Adele, it was an Adele, uh, whatever you call it.
0: I it was mean, Yeah, Adele. it was a special. It was like one of her own specials. Adele at the BBC. Yeah. Yeah. But and it was, was like, but it was like a Graham Norton thing and they brought in, they made her audition among like legit Adele impersonators is, and they yeah. didn't cop until she started singing. It's really funny. Go watch the clip if you haven't. But, um, yeah, she is she's very excellent TV just a very excellent human being in general yeah um I remember I remember hearing Chasing Pavements and it being everywhere and being like really into the song and having it oh, on quiet yeah. what wasn't it on like the now that I'm just having a flashback
2: it was on like the same now as like Mercy with Duffy yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no I'm having a moment now keep going
0: I had it on my first MP3 player that you couldn't shuffle the songs on it. You could only do like whatever way you had them on. You had to listen all the way through. Well, you, you could skip them like, but you couldn't, you, you couldn't get them in a random order. So like, obviously, there's like a selection of songs that are just imprinted on my brain. It's like a lot of Paramore as well. And I think problematic, but I did have Chris Brown songs on it at the time. And I just had like, so I kind of hear them all in the same order. Yeah, it was forever, obviously. Yeah. Um. And then I remember, and then like, when she kind of came back in Virtual commas with 21, I was I was like surprised, right? I think because she didn't, the rest of her songs, so Hometown, you're going to get into obviously 19 or whatever, so I won't too, oh, talk too much about the singles, but like, in terms of the singles off that first album, it really, only Chasing Pavements kind of made a ripple here and like yeah, yeah. everywhere else she kind of got most of her se- success in the UK which obviously makes sense but I kind of had her in my head as a bit of like a one-hit wonder yeah. right though cold shoulder what a tune another singer from 19 but anyway and then when she came back I was like okay well like it wasn't like that like I got it like she's an incredible vocalist but I was like this anticipation for someone who had like one cracker I'm like this is what about very interesting. I that still didn't really I don't think it really had like the commercial success here yeah make you feel my love I think did but I don't think I I don't think I got the first wind of that I don't even think it really had a first wind I think it was like buoyed by X Factor or something I was just
2: gonna say like I think that's where I actually remember hearing it is and realizing it was an Adele song was hearing people audition with it the whole time in X Factor not an Adele
0: song it's a cover is it Bob Dylan cover yeah oh sorry I think
2: I'll but like, made popular by
0: Adele, made popular by X Factor. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was first, oh, written by Bob Dylan, sorry, released commercially first by Billy Joel under the title to make you feel my love before da- Bob, d- b- before no. Dylan's version appeared later that same year. It has since been I'm covered by numerous performers. Oh my God. Sorry. Wait here. This Claire Dunn, Adele, Garth Brooks. That's relevant yeah we just did him last it would have liked a bit more of a reaction but uh, Shane Filan, Brian oh. Ferry, Kelly Clarkson and Nick Knowles. Kelly Clarkson covers everything and I'm here for it. Nick Knowles from
2: DIY SOS. Oh, Why he, was he singing that? He, he does have an album doesn't he they used to take the piss out of him on I'm Celeb.
0: Oh yeah I forgot that. Um, had, I thought it
2: was like a, a Christmas album I think he has like some sort of swing jazz. Uh, what was I saying I was talking about uh, Hometown Glory as an X Factor audition song that's where I kind of thought but no you're dead you're dead right about the other one as well
0: well sorry yeah maybe Hometown Glory to a lesser extent I think as well Mm. but anyway and then she came back and it was like yeah no obviously this is a tune and it's really interesting and then obviously she was at the Brits and did like that Brits performance of Someone Like You which I think is the most iconic Brits performance of all time yeah
2: Do you think it's one of the best songs ever written? Sorry, I'm very, very enthusiastic.
0: Um, is it one of the best songs ever written? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I can't pinpoint why, but I do think it is. I will say, though, I think the Brit's version is better. I don't like the studio version where she, like, goes higher in the chorus. But I think that's because I was so used to... I don't think they released a video for that song straight away. Um... And it, when it was on the music channels, they used to just play the Brits performance. So oh, I yeah. had it in my head that she sang it like "Don't forget me, Abig." That she kept oh, it yeah, and like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that "Don't forget me, Abig." I'm like, ugh, I don't know, I just don't really it's like. That anyway, and then I suppose, like you think of, I didn't know, I didn't really love Hello. I don't look back on it as fondly as I do any of the other previous tracks. But I get it in terms of like cultural impact, and I suppose. In terms of meme, meme-age, it was very iconic and it came out at a time when everyone was doing songs about mobile phones because it was the same year Drake did Hotline Bling. I'm 90% sure. Yeah, Which was uh, only like 29,
2: 2016 or something, was it? It wasn't
0: that long ago. 2015. Um, I, there are some other great tracks on that 25 album. I do think 21 is still my fave though, but mm-hmm. I'm very excited for this new song. I can let like, three chords and I'm already like I'm in yeah I only heard a snippet of it but it does sound very classic Adele though I will say she did say in the Vogue interview that she actually hasn't written like a hello for this album because she doesn't want to be any more famous yeah you said that which is
2: interesting and I kind of admire it because it's like she's she's saying it in a way that is very like quietly confident like if she if she wanted to she could
0: but like she's choosing not to we were we talked about it on the six o'clock show and I said that line about the fact that she hasn't written or she's quite there's no there's no like big single like hello on it because she doesn't want to be any more famous and like they were joking being like ah yeah so like <laughs> she was just writing really good songs and was like actually we can't use any of them let's use like these yeah. slightly shitter songs because I maybe, can't be uh,
2: Yeah maybe that's uh, on the other side maybe she actually couldn't couldn't write a, a hit single and that's her her excuse.
0: Rather than like no, she absolutely no, called and she's okay. holding them to her but I chest. don't think that's what I don't think that's what she's saying. I think she's just like
2: no, but like maybe maybe it is.
0: No, but I don't think that's it. Like,
2: but if you could write fanners, wouldn't you just write them and give them away? Sell them.
0: But maybe she doesn't want her. Mm, yeah, maybe.
2: Maybe she's keeping them for the greatest hits or something.
0: Maybe she's just like I think when you're as successful as she is across all boards like she's won so many accolades and has made enough money probably for the rest of her life if she never did anything else yeah that I just think maybe maybe it's a maybe she approached the songwriting differently and that I think if you're in it that long and have had that success you know what you know what people like generally speaking you know what works for you you know what people expect of you yeah do you think she's
2: just writing for herself now, then, rather than writing for the
0: charts? Yeah, but I, I think the same way you could compare it a bit to like a bitch. I see, uh, like it's a. Don't say Jesse Nelson. No, not Jesus. I'm not talking about Jesse Nelson on this podcast anymore. That's banned. Glee and Jesse Nelson are banned. Um, to to, but like to Taylor Swift now. To like in the same that stop better. Okay, keep going. Well, like just you know the way she came out and said. Yeah. Like, obviously no one was really expecting folklore and like, she, but again, she knew that whatever she fucking did, like the fans were going to be like, yes, oh will But then she actually made an album that kind of surprised people. And she said it wasn't, she's, no, she says it wasn't autobiographical. I don't know if I believe that fully. She said that she tried to approach songwriting more in that way as like storytelling and telling other people's stories as well to her own stories. Yeah. Um. I think when you are at that place in your career that you can probably afford to make those decisions. You know what I mean? You don't have to be chasing hits anymore. So you're just Mm. like, this song sounds good. It's not necessarily something I would hear in the charts now. And that, but that's the thing as well, though. Like Adele is such an exception in terms of mainstream pop music. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody was really, I don't want to say nobody was really doing ballads. I sound like Britney. Everyone's been (laughs) doing emails. Um, do you know what I mean? They were kind of few and far between. They weren't the really played on the radio when the when someone like you, or what was the first one? Well, They're... yeah. Well, sorry, I suppose. Rolling in the Deep isn't a ballad, but like she was the kind of person she'd be like, she'd do a, like a pop song. She'd have semi-love, which is like Max Martin and all that. And then you have like someone like you or When We Were Young, which is this really, do you know, oh, yeah. like the, such a traditional just, very gold power ballad but that's not necessarily as you said it's not necessarily what gets played on the radio because radio's gone so like dance, dance skewed rap skewed R&B skewed
2: mm. I think she just has such a voice for ballads as well like you could anyone can sing a ballad but like only Adele's ones get played on the radio really yeah. she just has like I don't know such a gorge tone to her voice um. I can't stop thinking about when we were young now it's just playing in my head and I want to cry
0: when I worked in a different radio station to the radio station I do now at the time I think I've said this before on past episodes talking about other things the songs at the time were fucking everybody got the reason everybody got the ways and um, that Kong
2: yeah
0: Kong Cook's burning something oh God, that yeah. you got to know this girl I
2: hate that song
0: a Gavin James one, I think it was the ooh, 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 the remix of that. Yeah. And Adele semi-love training lover. It was those four songs. And then okay, there'd be other things kind of interspersed, but it was them. Over and over all the time. It. And initially I didn't really like that semi-love training lover song. And then I did at the end. The video is quite cool for that as well. Mm.
2: How does it work? This is totally off topic now, but for radio stations today. Do they just play the songs they like? the hosts, or did they I,
0: I don't know. Don't ask me. I, st- I still work in radio and I still am actually not 100% I sure. I always I'm, wonder
2: this. Or do they have to play it a certain number of times, like in some sort of arrangement? With I don't the think they have to play it a something? certain number
0: of times, but unless it's like specifically a request show, I don't think it's a case of, I'm sure there, there are exceptions made, definitely, but we should have asked Marty this. Yeah, or Emma. We did yeah. a whole episode on radio and we didn't think to ask. yeah. Maybe we'll do Emma. part two. How does the music playing work? Yeah, well, we need to just get Marsha on and get him drunk again. Yeah, um, that's on Patreon if anyone. Wants it's so pandemic it's though, so very funny. Yeah, that's why we haven't. Um, I I don't know, so I'm actually not even going to try and shit Aric's because I'm not 100 sure. Fair. Um, let's talk about who she is who when she, she was, was young. Adele, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Adele, Adele is a British singer <laughs> Adele is a British singer songwriter who has sold millions of albums worldwide and won a total of 15 Grammys as well as an Oscar uh, her first two albums 19 and 21 earned her critical praise and a level of commercial success unsurpassed among her peers and after becoming a mom I didn't realise she was a mom in 2012 she returned back in the draft with the ballad Hello uh, Oh, she came became a mom in 2012, came back in the charts with Hello in 2015, and which was labelled her Comeback. And in 2017, she won five Grammys for her work on 25, including Album, Record, and Song of the Year. But let's go way back. She's a big long name. Adele Laurie Blue Adkins, born on the 5th of May 1988, in North North London. That's why she has that accent. Um, are you gone? No. You're listening? Sorry. Um, Adele was the only child of Penny Atkins an arty mom who was just 18 at the time of her birth and a Welsh father Mark Evans who left the family when Adele was only four years old blah 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 Adele early on Adele developed a passion for music she gravitated towards the songs of Lauren Hill Mary J Blige and Destiny's Child but her true eye-opening moment came when she was 15 and happened upon a collection of Etta James and Ella Fitzgerald records at a local shop she said there was no music heritage in our family and um, chart music was all I ever knew. So when I listened to Edda and Ellas, the Edda's and the Ellas, it sounds so cheesy, but it was like an awakening. I was like, oh, right. Some people have proper longevity and are legends. I was so inspired that as a 15 year old, I was listening to music that had been made in the 40s. So that's uh, you kind of get that from our music now with the ballads and all. That's kind of what like set her on the path. Oh yeah, it's her. Any of those names, you like the influence is all there. Yeah. Everything she does. She went to the Brit School of Performing Arts. She didn't really get on well in like traditional school or traditional classroom settings. So her mom enrolled her in uh, the Brit School of Performing Arts and Technology, which is also where Amy Winehouse went. And while she was there, she cut a three three track demo, that's hard to say, for a class project that was eventually posted on her MySpace page. And executives at XL Records heard the tracks and they contacted her in November 2006 and gave her a
0: record deal. And it was just four months after she'd graduated from school. She talked about um, Amy Winehouse in the most recent Vogue interview. She's talked about her loads of times. She kind of said, There's a Rolling Stone interview I have here where she said, I owe 90% of my career to Amy Winehouse. and obviously like I think she had such a huge influence on her as well yeah. even just as an artist um, like she has she'd said she'd watched did you watch that Amy documentary? No Adele would basically like said she had watched her. it oh really? Um, yeah she just said it made her uncomfortable but she like she talked about just basically she said I got really famous right as Amy Winehouse died and we watched her die right in front of our eyes Um, Mm. Adele was worried that she too could spiral out of control again sorry I'm pretty sure I've said this on the Patreon as well I've always had a very close relationship with alcohol I was always very fascinated by alcohol it's what kept my dad from me so I always wanted to know what was so great about it Um, but different characters come out when you're drunk she says and once you look a little reckless the press really wants to make a story out of you they descend and descend and descend on you which drives you fucking mad Winehouse's death was a defining moment it really offended me I picked up the guitar because of Amy's first album she means the most to me out of all artists because she was British because she was amazing because she was tortured because she was so funny I'm not having these people I don't know take my legacy my story away from me and decide what I can leave behind or what I can take with me That's so sad mm. um, Yeah
2: it's weird timing isn't it That's just, like it kind of maybe saved Adele to see that happening as she was coming To such
0: fame. Well, I mean, a lot of this... We'll talk about it later on when we talk about, like... I'm sorry, I will just give a trigger warning here in terms of, like, weight loss and body image. We're going to talk about it purely because it it was spoken about in the Vogue interview. But, I mean, there's a lot of people still making... And a lot of publications and the media and, like, people in general just making the same mistakes, I think, when it comes to talking about just anyone... I mean, especially public figures in this way, you know what I mean? But we'll get into it later on.
2: Yeah. Um, let me tell you about her first album, 19. So it came out in 2008 when she was 19. Um, uh, as you mentioned, had the two lead singles. Sorry, I just didn't know what I was doing for a second. Two lead singles, Hometown Glory and Chasing Pavements. Um that rocketed her to fame. it was released in the United States through Columbia records and she went on Saturday night Live in October 2008 and that was really like what well, skyrocketer to the top of the charts The album was ranked number 40 on iTunes and at the at the taping of the show the album was number forty on iTunes and less than 24 hours later it had gone to number
0: one. I think I need to revisit that album. I didn't really I actually don't think I've ever listened to it all the way through. The, the, I that really... is the thing about her as well though, I'm gonna be honest. She is such a singles artist. Do you know what I, I mean? I was gonna
2: say I nearly prefer some of her just album tracks.
0: I I would all of her albums, I think twenty-one is my favourite, and I prefer a lot of the album tracks on that. Yeah. Um But I yeah, but I do think there are just other... I don't know, is it because I just think you know what you're going to get? Maybe that's, I don't know, maybe that's not a fair assessment. Oh, tell you what's an actual, we'll talk about it later on, obviously, but like, I just remembered Water Under the Bridge on 25. What a fucking tune. What
2: does that go like?
0: If you're going to let me down, let me down, don't pretend that you don't want me. Was that a single? I think it might have been but one of the later, later ones. So like, you'd like, hello, when we were young, semi love to your new lover. And then maybe water under the bridge. Yeah. Have you ever seen her live? Has she ever played Ireland? She definitely has played Ireland. Have I ever seen her live? No, I don't think so. Why, Why do I, I feel like she did like, she did like an Arthur's Day? <laughs> Bring back Arthur's Day. I'm not messing. Arthur's Day. A jazz. Live Ireland show I think we like
2: put it on the list as people to see.
0: I just tried to Google Adele Lice. So she wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> you do not want
2: to watch those images.
0: Um, I yeah, I feel like or I'd say she was at a fucking festival or something. You know that kind of way. Yeah. No, she did. There's loads of ca- concert videos coming from 2016 for Dublin. Um. Yes, 2016. Adele performs with Irish viral video singers in Dublin. Adele surprised and delighted her audience at Dublin's Serena on Saturday when she performed with singers Ronan Schollert and Glenn Murphy, who just days previously went viral online after posting a video of them performing some of her biggest hits. Oh my God. that I was! A I remember moment. that. We didn't go, so we can't have been that good fans. No. We um, should go. I oh here, did really you watch? She played an Arthur's Day thing or like some pissy little festival. I have no doubt like... Mm. Um. Really quickly, do have you watched the
2: Wanted thing on Channel Four? The documentary. No, I can't. I don't know if I can bring myself
0: to do it. The not review season. seems like the wrong word, but I thought a lot of what I'd seen online seemed to have been pretty positive. Like, yeah, I would yeah. not be. I suppose yeah. like, it's just so fucking anyway. It's too sad. I just can't. But anyway, um, if you watched it, let
2: us know. And is it worth the tears? It's anyway. Um,
0: twenty. What? What's What's coming next? 21? Is this me or you? Yeah, it's me. Hit me. 21 was her second album. January 2011. Uh, XL Records in the UK and Columbia Records in North America, as you said. Um, Named after the age of her during the production. Um, And it's very kind of the same Motown soul influences, but there's a little bit more kind of bluesiness, like American country. It's kind of a little bit of everything in it, Um, and I think you can even see that when you look at the list of producers, you have like Jim Abbas, Paul Epworth, Rick Rubin, Fraser T Smith, Ryan Tedder, Dan Wilson. Um, uh, she started writing it after a breakup with her then partner, in two thousand and nine. So she was still actually she was still in the relationship when she started writing it, um. And her intent was for it to kind of be more upbeat and more contemporary. Um, But she ended up stopping the studio sessions because she wasn't really feeling inspired. And then obviously the breakup happened. Lots of inspiration happened um, and basically channeled everything into the songs. They kind of weren't expecting it to be as big of a hit as it was. It was kind of considered a bit of a sleeper hit for because XL is like a tiny label. Yeah. Um, and it ended up going to the top in more than 30 countries. It was the world's best sell- selling album for 2011 and 2012. And it's kind of credited with helping like the music industry globally, because this was at a time when sales were really lagging. Yeah. I think this must have been like every mammy in the
2: world got it for Christmas. Kind Everyone of has this,
0: I think. Yeah. Um, in the United Kingdom, it is the best selling album of the 21st century, the fourth best selling album of all time and the best selling album by a solo artist of all time. Well, it's 23 week tenure atop the UK album charts is the longest by a female solo artist. Like that's when you read that, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, I think if you're ever like, I don't get it. And I mean, you can still not get it. Like, you don't have to sit here and like it all. But like those numbers don't lie, you know, like yeah. um, five singles. Can you name them all? Um, someone like you. Yeah, that's one. It was the second single. Um,
2: this is twenty one. Is rolling in the deep.
0: Yeah, that was the first single.
2: Um, rolling in the deep. Someone like you. Um, what was the one I just said I love when we were young?
0: No, that's twenty five. Um,
2: God, this is tricky.
0: Yeah, I I had forgotten some of these and, and one of them I did literally for my uh, junior start music exam and I thought it was, I didn't realise it was a single. Go on, tell me. Turning Tables.
2: Oh, yeah. Heads of Roll. What's the one? Heads of Roll. <laughs> Not <laughs> like heads of mixed up with that Glee mashup. Go on, keep Set going. Set Fire to the Rain and Rumour Has It. Uh, Rumour has it That's the one Do
0: do you know what I do love About Adele though Is like And it's kind of What frustrates me About some modern Pop stars Like I think we we got it With like Dua Lipa And stuff But like we didn't really Now I will say Obviously the pandemic Kind of scuppered things But even with the pandemic I feel like Dua Lipa Made the best of it You get a full like Campaign with Adele You get like a year You get a proper run Of singles You get a proper run Of videos like, even at a time when people aren't really doing videos anymore, people don't really care about videos, like, you got that in 2015 or 2016, still with 25. She commits, like. Yeah. um, Yeah, so they, so rolling in the Deep, someone like you, and Set the Rain, became international number one songs, well, Rumour has it, charted in the top 20 in countries across Europe and North America. Sales over 31 million copies worldwide. 21 is the best-selling album of the 21st century and one of the best-selling albums of all time. Uh, very critically acclaimed as well Pitchfork gave it 8.2 oh um, unheard of for them. they well yeah it's a good yeah and they this is like a, a retroactive kind of review Um, they only did it this year in 2020 Um, last year sorry last year yeah I don't know what time it is um, we revisited Adele's earth shattering 2011 album granting the British torch singer entree into the pantheon of iconic pop vocalists uh, it was 2015, and for years, Adele been everywhere. Signed with British label XL at age 18 after a track her friend uploaded to MySpace gained attention. She released her debut album, 19, two years after graduating from the at Brit School. It went triple platinum in the
1: US and catalyzed an almost fever. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you.
0: Versus mass adap- uh, adoration. She pouted on the cover of Vogue, she belted on SNL, she swept the Grammys, she soundtracked James Bond. Adele never seemed to cast herself as an archetypal pop star. In interviews, she was giggly and crass and often deployed what critics and fans called a cackle. In one of the few declarations of her pop supremacy, she held out on releasing her 2015 album 25 to streaming services, a move that then only wielded by artists like Beyonce and Taylor Swift. The gamble worked. People bought her physical records in droves with such a fervor that some thought maybe Adele had single-handedly saved the industry. Um... Uh, yeah and just in terms of what they say about the album it's a swirl together soul and pop and jazz Um so there's quotes from Beyonce here she takes you to places other artists don't go to anymore the way they did in the 70s um, she Adele herself had said in an interview with Vanity Fair before I want to sing these songs when I'm 70 fucking years old um, which is which nice. I think you could absolutely say that Um they do say maybe too much credit has been given to Adele for ushering in a resurgence of the ballad. Bruno Mars grating grenade had been climbing the charts around the same time. Oh, harsh on Bruno. But there's something baffling about hearing her on the radio slotted between the hyperactive neon rush of the Black Eyed Peas and Katy Perry. Yeah. Um, 21 isn't exactly a concept album, but it collects the songs Adele wrote at that age, centering around the dissolution of what she would call a rubbish relationship. I was completely off my face writing that album. She told Vanity Fair, and a drunk tongue is an honest one. She would go through two bottle, bottles of wine and chain smoke while writing the lyrics, then look back at what she'd scrawled down in the mo in the morning. The emotional intensity scared her. Um, it's just like you feel it, you know. Mm. Um, it was shortlisted for the twenty eleven Mercury Prize, won the twenty twelve Grammy Award for Album of the Year. Um the brit award for british album of the year it's obviously on rolling stone's 500 greatest albums of all time and it's in uh the book 1001 albums you must hear before you die um yeah it's just i mean what else is there to say really
2: will i talk about 25
0: let's talk about 25
2: so 25 came in 2015 on uh October 22nd 2015 Adele announced that she would release her third album uh in November so she posted 25's cover on Instagram and said her first full length studio project in se- said of her first full length studio project in several years my last record was a breakup record and if i had to label this one i would call it a makeup record making up for lost time making up for everything i ever did and never did 25 is about getting to know who i've become without realizing and i'm sorry it took so long but you know life happened so 25 was released um in November 2015. It's a collection of emotional, sometimes plaintive songs looking at the ins and outs of relationships, owing uh, much of its sound to traditional pop craft. The album went on to become an international smash hit, reaching number 1 on iTunes in 110 countries. Jesus. Um that's like half the countries,
0: isn't it? I'm pretty much <laughs> I'm
2: pretty much. Uh, in the US it's uh, 25 sold 3.38 million copies in seven days beating NSYNC's record of 2.42 million copies Like million that number is just copies sold in a week. That's
0: insane. If you're in terms of units that number is unheard of now. Yeah. Like unheard of in a week. Yeah. Um, It's also the
2: only album to reach a million copies sold in the US in 10 days.
0: Hardly. Yeah, that's not right. That's what I mean. Like you're talking about in 2015 when people aren't physically, physically buying CDs or, because this is still, it's still early in the streaming era, but at this point, people are mainly streaming, I think. Or it's really kind of taking over every other iteration of things. You don't have people physically buying albums and you don't have people like digitally buying albums. You have people streaming. And as we just mentioned, she held it off streaming to make sure that it's like, if you were buying that a copy, buy you were buying a copy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me bring up the singles on this. Okay. So it was, hello. Yeah. When we were young. Yeah. Say my love to your new lover. Yep. I can't remember any other ones. You
2: mentioned the other one earlier.
0: I don't think I did. Yes, you did. Water Under the Bridge. Yeah what a tune sorry I forgot on 21 she does she does a really good cover of If It Hadn't Been For Love by the Steel Drivers I actually didn't know it was a cover until now but it's so fucking good she's just some woman Don't You Remember is very sad I don't really like to listen to that one it's quite sad go on hum it for me don't you remember but it's like really like the instrumentation is kind of really sparse
2: Okay. She has some great piano
0: riffs in all her songs. That's very true, yeah. This was the album because like at this point she was she was married and all and had the baby. She I'm had the baby. Sure. The baby was three.
2: Was she divorced?
0: No. She no, she wasn't divorced at this point because that had was the whole thing. Divorced? I remember when people were talking about this album and people were like you know the jokes like it wasn't the same way that everyone joked about Taylor's wife for any of the rest of them being like how is she going to write the songs now that she's in love? Whatever. But she oh, did. Yeah. Sorry. So the last, so 21 and
2: 19 were about other people, not, not the boyfriend we know of now that or yeah. the husband. That, yeah. Okay.
0: So the husband. This that... next album, like 30. Well, 25, it's definitely inspired by him. Yeah. And then 30, I would, and like, like them starting their relationship and stuff and being in a relationship and being in love. This new album, I would imagine, is about the dissolution of the divorce because that's what she said. She wrote it as a way to explain it to her son, Angelo. That's what she said in Vogue. Yeah. Angelo such a cute name.
2: So her ex is called Simon Konecki. Konecki. Uh, they started dating in 2011 and they welcomed their baby boy, Angelo, on October 19th, 2012. It was reported that they secretly wed in early 2017. But, um... No one really knows. And then in April 2019, it was announced that they had split after years of rumours that their marriage was on the rocks. Um, And their spokesperson just came out and said, Adele and her partner have separated. They are committed to raising their son together lovingly. As always, they ask for privacy. There will be no further comment. He was like, he owned a charity and he was like a, a director of EBS. What the fuck is EBS?
0: Sport thing. Um,
2: a trading giant. EBS. No don't we have EBS over here?
0: I have no idea. Um, she said in that Vogue interview that the the media had her marriage to him like totally wrong in terms of the timeline and like everything that's happened since. Oh, so that um, it wasn't probably wasn't on the rocks as many years as they let on and stuff. Yeah, she said, neither of us hurt each other or anything like that. It was just, I want my son to see me really love and be loved. It's really important to me. The artist said she and Kaneki kept their split to ourselves for a very long time for the sake of their son. I'd trust him, as in Kaneki, with my life. I definitely chose the perfect person to have my child with. That, after making a lot of knee-jerk reactions, is one of my proudest things I've ever done. The timeline the press have of my relationship my marriage is actually completely wrong. We got married when I was thirty. Then I left, which would mean I think she's thirty three now. Okay. So, she, so they got married in twenty eighteen. Right? Yeah. Okay. When asked how long it was after she got married that she decided to end it, Adele said, "I'm not going to go into detail. Remember, I am embarrassed. This is very embarrassing. It wasn't very long." Many had believed it, as you said. Many believed Adele to be married since twenty sixteen, but she revealed they didn't wait until twenty eighteen. She publicly filed for divorce in twenty nineteen. So there you go.
2: Sure, look, none of us know
0: what happened. The son wants to be a YouTuber as well. Did you see that? What is he like? Eight now? Nine?
2: Nine? God, that's God, that's mad. She has a child that old. She. I is, never um, never knew she had one.
0: She's um traumatized about it. Oh no, sorry. okay. Some publications are saying eight. Others are saying nine. Um, but anyway. Well, he's nearly. He'll be. He's nine last week or something. His birthday was October. So she'd said, He's like, I want to be a YouTuber. I'm like, I am the wrong person to say that to. (laughs) Why? (laughs) She just doesn't want him to be famous. Like, can you imagine? Like, I would say, I think Sally Rooney said this in an interview recently, and I fully agree with her. I haven't stopped thinking about it since. She said, If you, if you, I'm paraphrasing now, right? But the sentiment is the same. She said, so, like, if you genuinely want to be famous or like enjoy fame and want to like get more famous, she said, like, there has to be a level of mental illness there, like, or you have to be a bit mentally ill. She was like, I just don't. They, like, I think there's actually so much worse. I think there's actually way more cons than there is pros when you think about it, especially at that level of fame. And again, yeah. very easy for any, I think that's easy for me to say because I'm not fucking as I'll never be on the level of Adele or make as much money as Adele or be as famous as Adele. But I also think it's a bit rich to, if you if they were to say it, but I do think it's true. No, Can you imagine, think, like, it's just, imagine you're trying to, like, I just think for her and, like, clearly, she, I don't want to say she's fine now because I actually don't have a clue. But at the same time, it's like, you've all this pressure on you to make to make more music, for it to be really good. You're trying to raise a child as out of the spotlight as possible you're trying to get through a divorce that she has admitted there is like embarrassing and it's clearly there's a lot of hurt there. You know what I mean? And then it's like, I don't know, you'd have to just really fucking love what you do. Because again, it goes back to the point of she could really not do anything now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's another album. I'm just like, it has to be vocation in some way. Like Yeah.
2: No, it is. Like we saw, I always go back to One Direction because it was like these kids who like what nothing they wanted nothing else more in the whole world than to sing they just love to sing and they wanted to sing for people and make money through singing and it was just like became Beatles level of fame and then just broke just snapped like it cost them like it cost them their I would say all of them their mental health so yeah. like to still want to keep going at that level after so many years, I just you'd have to be a new level of resilient at least, or like you said, mentally unwell.
0: Oh well, sorry. I think mentally unwell in terms of like pursuing fame, like yeah. a, like aggressively pursuing unwell. fame. I don't think, and that's a, like Adele. Do you know? I don't think it's possible for Adele to get more famous. Like she yeah. is. Or like, she'll always kind of maintain that peak, I think. I don't think she's necessarily going to get... Well, she will get less famous. Everyone gets less famous, but like, not for a while. Yeah. But like, I can understand why she'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking write a fucking... I'm writing this album the way I want to. I actually don't care commercially, you know what I mean? Yeah. And But she's, again, she's in a privileged position where she's had all the success and whatever she does is going to fly off the shelves anyway that they are like... That's it, like she doesn't need
2: any like big, big hot shots telling her how she should do or what she should do she could just do anything in a I know but it's
0: not but like the hot shots don't have to be fucking worried because they're like we're still going to get paid because it's fucking a day they're like yeah, yeah alright
2: yeah what whatevs the dream scenario
0: what's uh, what's crack with her new fella her new fella is uh, Rich Paul supposed oh, poor love. Paul love that for a baby um, boy I when I was googling this I started googling Rand Paul not the same person don't google him he's a bad man politician and they're not together. Um, Rich Paul, he's an American sports agent. Um, and he represents people, like it's like mainly NBA players, so like the basketball players. So like LeBron James, some NFL players, but like LeBron James is a big name. Um, there's kind of like not a lot. No, I suppose unless you're a sporty person, you wouldn't know about him. Like he has just been kind of doing that. And then, so there were rumours she was with Skepta and I don't know yeah. if that was ever confirmed. Weird. I would like to think they defo shagged. They, I wish they stayed together. They would have just been like ultimate couple for me. But then I think Skepta was with Naomi Campbell. I don't know. It was all a bit confusing. Um, to see what yeah,
2: Skepta looks like now.
0: Basically, he just represents a load of sports people or whatever. Um... He was included in the 2020 Ebony Power 100 list. Um, launched Clutch Conversations during the NBA All-Star Weekend with Social Works and General Mills to encourage financial literacy with youths. That's good, isn't it? Um, Sounds good. And then, yeah. So then there was like rumours that they were together. I think he did an interview somewhere else where like he... He kind of all but confirmed it, but like didn't give like loads of details or whatever. And then she uploaded a fo- a couple of photos of herself before the new music tease. Um, and I think they were at a wedding together and she uploaded a photo of them together. Now again, like there's no confirmation, but... That's as good as it
2: gets though, isn't it, for confirmation these days? All
0: signs point to, if you're putting up the, if you're putting up the, the photo from a wedding bit. picture, yeah, you'd imagine it's relatively serious. But... Soft, boyfriend off launch. Boyfriend off launch, yeah. Um, let me Google this Adele Skepta thing. Um oh, oh my Skip god. Shepta's a bit st- sexy, I kinda like that for her. He's so sexy. Um yeah, so this was supposedly around October, right? Um October 2020. Hang on, I have an article here, Hello Magazine, Adele finally breaks silence. Mm, I doubt that somehow I'm just even reading this. Um uh, and yeah, and I think this was around the time that she did SNL as well. Um, and she, I think, oh, sorry, this is what people are taking as confirmation that she'd split from Skepta, even though there was never confirmation that they were dating in the first place. So during SNL, she said that she would be up to appear on Love Island, uh, because like she wants to find romance after getting divorced. She said, I'm here because I've had a lot of heartbreak in my life. First at 19 and then sort of famously at 21 and then even more famously at 25. Thank you everyone. Catch me next week on Love Island. Very good. Um... Oh yeah, and okay. So Skepta had done this interview in 2016 because they, they were mates at this point, definitely. He told ES Magazine Adele texts me all the time and keeps me in check. Uh, she seeks, she speaks to me about how things are going. Okay, that like that that could mean fucking <laughs> anything. Later that year, Dell shared a picture of Skepta writing Tottenham boy alongside hired emoji. Like they could have just been mates the whole time, and maybe once yeah. or twice. Anyway, good for her. Um, the new album is coming out next month not confirmed but pretty much confirmed I also said this on the Patreon I think but there's rumours that that's why Taylor Swift brought the re-release of Red forward by a week because whatever gonna week she was going to release it I'll check now I'm pretty sure it's in like four weeks time that the Red re-release is coming and again I'm repeating myself you do I do not want to see the person that I'm going to become when that album drops Jake Gyllenhaal, watch your back. Um, Red re-release. Why is this not? 12th of November. Yeah, so it's literally this time next. Well, yeah, this time next month, by the time this comes out. Um, So the thought is that she's releasing, Adele is releasing the weekend after, which would be... The 19th. But that's not confirmed. We're just here starting rumours.
2: Yeah.
0: What's um It's rumoured to be called 30 because, like, that's the age that she got divorced at. Um, based, I think this is purely based off the Vogue interview, but people are, seem to think that it's obviously going to cover, like, her divorce, her becoming a man, the separation, the anxiety around being famous and everything like that. Um... Max Martin's back working on it. Uh, Max Martin and Shell back. Uh, Tobias Jesso Jr. Um, There's people saying here that Tyler, the Creator and Skepta are supposedly going to be on it. Um, I would like to see it. Um, Easy On Me is the first single and that comes out this Friday. I'm very excited to hear it. Um, She'd previously said though that 30 was going to be a drum and bass record. She said uh, when people were like mad asking her for music... Um, so her 31st birthday which is in 2019 she posted several black and white pictures of herself on her Instagram account celebrating the occasion along with a message reflecting on the preceding year the message ended with will, 30 will be a drum and bass record despite you all I would yeah. like to see it she could do it what's a drum and bass record like like jazz I no it's not jazz okay I'm not I'll just send you a link after I'm not going to be able to explain uh, this to you oh, now but, no like, like, I won't not, be able to Not like it. Dumb, 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 Like quite, like quite, David, kind of? No, actually, ignore it. I just said, nobody messed with me about that. Do not mess with me about no, that, no. I know. Sorry. Drum and bass. Drum I'm, and bass. I'm I'd literally like picturing
2: just like a, basic, a bass, like a double bass and a guy on like a, a side drum and a cymbal just like...
0: No, okay, it's not that. Um... <laughs> it's just like, no, and it doesn't matter. I will, I'll just send you a link after. It's fine. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this record. I'm looking forward to like a big. Do you know what? Moment. So am I now. After that, after that 50 minutes, so am I. Um, the Adele Vogue interview is very good. She gets into like, she kind of gets into everything. She gets into, remember, she was, I don't know if you remember this, but, and again, I think it was last year, so it was during lockdown, and she was out celebrating. I think it was Carnival. Or like the... I, anyway. Uh, yeah, the Notting Hill Carnival. And she wore like... Bantu knots. And like... put up a photo... Oh, yeah. Of her wearing them. It's like an African hairstyle. It's like a protective hairstyle. And... Um, like people were mad like people were like re- like accused her of a cultural operation which I think was fair right but I like I just think the interview is good because nothing is off the table and she kind of I don't think there's anything uh, I don't think there's such thing as like a correct apology because I just don't think there is like you're never going to please everyone but I think she acknowledged it and she didn't do like a dirty delete on it like the photo's still up And she said, like, she wanted to keep it up because she didn't want to act like it never happened. Um, And she said that obviously it came from a place of... And I don't doubt, like, she wanted to get dressed up and celebrate, like, Jamaican culture and everything in London and everything else. But, like, all it said was, like, I didn't read the... I didn't read the room at all. Shouldn't have done it. But also didn't want to pretend like it didn't happen. Um, Yeah. And then also talked about, like, the weight loss thing because... It's all people ever fucking talk about, you know what I mean? Especially, which I I think is fair from one perspective, because like, if you look a certain way and you come back and you look another way, just... People are going to comment. Well, yeah, and just the way society is. I'm not saying it should be like that. I'm not saying it's fair that it's like that, but it is, right? But I do think it's interesting. And she kind of acknowledged it in the way that like, it's just i think ugh, if she'd come back and she was bigger than she was previously or whatever or had like or in a way that kind of went against like the traditional beauty norms i think the conversation would be so different and i'm actually not even sure if it would be as big a conversation as it is now yeah i just feel like this whole thing of like she looks great because she's skinny and it's like and i i know some people say that's, that's not what i mean blah, blah 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 she's was stunning then stunning now But I thought it was interesting to hear it from her and just to say that like she's been objectified her entire career and like she gets why, you know, like the the body positivity movement or whatever might be kind of disappointed in her because she doesn't necessarily represent them anymore. But she said she's kind of tired of having to listen to or no, sorry, the word she used was it's fucking disappointing to have to listen to mainly women. Have yeah. constant conversations about her. As we are doing now. Like I put my hands up. But again, I said this on the TV as well. It's just a case of... Especially when you when she's that talented as well. There's so
2: much else we, we can talk about without even getting to how she looks. There's so I, much else
0: that comes I know. before that. And like, to be honest, like, <sighs> the way she even kind of talked about it didn't sound like particularly healthy. Like she said, she kind of got addicted to exercise because... Her mental health was so bad and she was just like like, you or her anxiety was so bad and she was using it as a way to get off her phone and stuff, which I think is positive. But I think throwing around the words addicted, then I was like, but then I'm also like, it's not my business. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if that's what did it for her. Like fair enough. It's just, again, it is all these conversations where it's like, why do we need to, do you know what I mean? It's, Mm. you know, constantly like, Mm. But again, it won't matter once she releases the album. It's just like that's the thing. It's like it's all off the table. It's just like, oh yeah, Adele, she's done it again. Constantly raising the bar she's for She's done her, so. it
2: again. Do you have any final parting thoughts on Adele? Or that, were they was that? Have so? to go see her live, I think. Yeah, I think she's so. Definitely gonna tour with this album as well, I hope. Um, she's one for the bucket list, concert bucket list, I think.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: Do you want will some... I, will I start? And then yeah. You, can you can start. get a
0: tour true Yeah. Um I just want to shout out Urban Day Spa in Ringsend Dublin 4. Incredible, incredible spa. Um we were just there for the body shop Christmas party as I said. Um so my treatments were free full disclosure. Um I'm going to book in again next month and get another massage because it was just What kind of massage was it? Incredible. So like obviously it was with like the specific body shop products, but it was a, a so it was I think her name was AU was my facialist. She was unreal. And then it was a guy called Ian did my massage. And I was like, I'm obviously at a desk all day. I have a lot of attention, blah, blah, whatever. And he was saying... What it, your erectors? Is that what they are? Your, palm your back. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I won't tell you what she's pointing at. Um, I'm pointing at my lower back. Anyway, he said they can get like obviously weak over time if you're like leaning and blah blah blah. He just said yeah. he could feel it in me. He was like, just take the time. It's just all, half an hour. It's not that long. You'll be sorted, and then you're you won't end up totally fucking up your back but it was just basically to answer a question I actually don't know what like he was just like do you want like light pressure or firm pressure I was like I prefer light pressure but I probably need firmer pressure so he did like a mix of both um it was incredible he was just like he put my body back together like it was so good um the actual facilities are divine I met the owner Debbie she's really nice um, I just I'm going to be honest Debbie said it breaks her heart every time someone says this but I didn't know it was there so I would say that potentially other people don't and I think it's a good option and I got the price list I know I didn't pay but in terms of like prices for half days or like treatments or whatever I found it was very reasonable in comparison to some other Dublin establishments Yeah So if you're looking for somewhere Close enough to city centre as well Urban day spot Yeah and free parking like loads oh. of free parking because it's in like it's in a leisure centre. Now don't like, the minute I say that, I feel like people are going to be like, mm, but just trust me on this. Like you get into the leisure centre, you go upstairs, you could be on another planet. You are on planet relaxation. And the staff are all really nice. Anyway, so just want to shout them out.
2: Uh, I'm glad you did. Um, have you, I know you're probably too far gone now because Married at First Sight UK is over, but Married at First Sight Australia has just started. I could start that, yeah. It's only, you're only a week behind now. So that's only five episodes.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck. Is it all like a week? Why didn't you tell me last
2: week? Well, really I only started watching it Friday. But like, you don't really have to watch the weddings. But like, I like the weddings. Um, But like, you can watch it from like, the di- no, the dinner party is tonight. Like sorry. I actually
0: don't give a fuck about the weddings, so well, I would then, skip, then them.
2: skip them. Skip them to the honeymoon episodes, and there's only like two of them. And then tonight, I think was the first dinner party, and that's when all shit kicks off. Like it- usually, like on the Married First Sight UK this year, and obviously maths australia last year there was like couples like always just one couple who immediately hit it off and are like madly in love and like never stumble and like there's no one yet on on the australian one and it's like you think you've you have them and then they get like they say something and they fuck it up and it's they all go back to scratch it's it's really good oh okay so i'd recommend that it's on e4 not channel 4 though but i we're watching it on the all floor player
0: um did you see that tweet all- where it was like, I'll be dead in my grave before I call it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Call four they're just still Googling like 40.
2: Yeah. Um, I was going to say as well, if you're curious about like the weddings and like how much input they have or like how the whole show works, we did an episode on it last year with Jessica Power.
0: We sure did.
2: Um, and it was really insightful. And I keep thinking about it now when I'm seeing them do their weddings. I'm like, oh, I know that they had their mood boards or whatever the fuck. Um, Finally our good friends Eimear McLisset and Sarah Breen have released Ashling and the City of the What a Complete
0: Ashling series. You you've read it, have you? I'm a bit of the way I'm like a quarter of the way through. What do you think? Stunning. It's always stunning. It's yeah. always a stunning time with Ashling. She's I, like my comfort character or my comfort book. So
2: Yeah. I don't read books, but I've read all of those books. Well I've listened to them on audiobook. But they're like the series that I just got really got into. um, And we have, they've given us three books to give away. Oh, yes. Yes, they have. Because they're friends of the pod. We actually have an episode with them as well. If you want to go back and listen to that. Yes, do. Um, So I was going to say maybe people can like take a picture right now of wherever they're listening to this podcast, put it on their Instagram story and tag us and you can pick three people at random.
0: Yeah. That's that our- exactly what I'll do three copies three winners yeah. may ought to be ever in your favour
2: yeah Um. and if you don't win go out and buy the damn book
0: you should just go out and buy the damn book yeah well, I was gonna yeah, well, I was gonna say go out and buy the damn book anyway but if you want it then you wouldn't mm, you don't need to honestly. well you could Christmas if you wanted presents. to be supportive to the girls Christmas presents absolutely
2: Halloween presents just half birthdays there's always a half birthday coming up
0: Thanksgiving presents Anyway, to our American listeners. It's getting late. It's getting late. Um, We are doing some live shows. You should come. They are oh, yeah. in November. November 5th and 6th. Liberty Hall. Actually, the 6th is sold out, so you can't come to that it's one. The fourth it's the 4th and 5th. It's the 4th and 5th. Sorry, excuse me. The 5th is sold out. The 6th is the weekend. The 6th is the weekend. We're going to the Stellar Instastar Awards because we're yes. nominated for Podstar
1: nominate vote or for vote us.
0: for us we're already nominated <laughs> go to Stellar.ie um, um,
1: yeah, the
2: Thursday night Liberty Hall we'd love to see people there there's loads of tickets left for that um, Cork is almost sold out if you're on the fence about going to Cork by ASAP because like they are very close and the Friday night in Dublin is sold out so my entire
0: family is going to be a Cork too so. bad so sad Um.
2: yeah so come and get ready with us
0: yeah uh, we're Bandwagon's podcast everywhere on social media if you're listening on Apple Podcasts we'd love a review but only if it's nice follow us on Spotify to keep up to date on all the latest episodes we're on Patreon come support us over there for a very small fee you will get four bonus episodes a month and loads of other good stuff and um, thank you so much I'm Fanula I'm Breed we'll see you next week bye bye bye